But if I don't depend on, you know, this feeling of home outside of myself, whether it's a person or a country or the place I live in, but what if I can find it within myself, then it doesn't matter anymore where I go. Of course, I still have like dreams and goals and places I want to visit. Of course, like we all do, we have our ambitions and everything. But when you find that that home within yourself, you can do that from a place of peace and, and confidence and you have like a, a mission, but you always have this this place that you're like, you know, I got this, whatever happens, I can always turn to this place within myself that, that doesn't change, that's always there. Dear Balancer, I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host, Erica, and together, let's find your unique balance. All right, balancers, today I'm joined by someone really special, someone I'm very excited to have a conversation with because what we'll be talking about today is all about finding home within yourself. Now, this is relevant, of course, not only to expats and digital nomads, but for everyone in general. So often we hinge our home or our feelings on our external surroundings. And even down to when we travel, sometimes we lose that connection to self. So a topic I think is super important, uh, one I haven't spoken about on the podcast before, but I think is so, so tied to the concept of balance. So it's my pleasure to welcome Verl Bellen on the podcast. She's the founder and CEO of Unpack by Ver. She is a certified travel and life coach for expats and digital nomads. And she basically is on a mission to help clients reinvent themselves and find home within wherever they are in the world. So Verl, a really, really warm welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to, to be here with you today. Me too, me too. So Verl is uh, dialing in from the Netherlands, which is really cool. It's a beautiful part of the world, not one I've, I've traveled to before, um, but, but I really appreciate you making the time to be here. I guess I want to start with this idea that I think a lot of us get caught up thinking that home is the four walls around us, right? And I, I mean, I learned this personally the hard way last year. We, um, many of the balancers listening know I had a big transition last year, so I moved from Australia to Dubai. But for most of my initial part in Dubai, I was moving around a lot of different places, trying out new areas, and then we traveled for four months. So I'd say for a good 10 months, I didn't have a quote home. And it's, I think, very easy to fall into that thinking where you think home is our external surroundings. So I want you to take it away with how do we get out of that thought pattern? What mindset shift do we need to really start thinking about home within? Yeah. So, um, yeah, as you said, we usually define home as as the walls around us like like the house we live in or the apartment and that's like usually the how we use the the word home right sometimes we also place it in another person like okay when I'm with this person I feel at home or um, you know like people around you that make you feel at home but the tricky part of that is especially when you move places or for example something we can also relate to I think so when you go through a breakup that you think, okay, but who am I now without this person? Mm. Or who am I now when I change places without this this home, this place I call home? Mm. So when you place it into your your sense of home outside of yourself, that's when you can get like lost or 
confused or you know overwhelmed whatever is going on because of those changes and you lose that sense of of self so that's that's why i would like to to invite the listeners to think about okay how can i create this this feeling of home within myself how can i find it within myself so that whenever something changes around me whether it's you know literally the home i live in or the, the people I'm surrounded with or, you know, whatever is going on in your life, any changes at all, how can you still have that stability or that foundation within yourself, that place that you can always go back to, whatever happens, um, that you know, okay, when I'm here, like with myself, I know I'm fine. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like the concept, what finding home within yourself uh, is all about. Yeah, that's that's really beautiful. And I think it's um, very profound, very important as well. When we talk about having life balance, we, we break it up into three areas of our life, our health, our relationships and our fulfillment, which is our work or our hobbies, anything that falls under that area. Now, within each of those categories, there are so many things that change and that are beyond our control. Like you said, relationships can be unpredictable. You know, work, you might have to change work because of reasons outside of yourself. With your health, things come up that, you know, you didn't expect or plan for. And so I think often we find we lose that sense of balance or we feel uneasy or out of touch with ourselves when these things happen. So I think what we're going to be speaking about today is going to be very powerful to give people back the power to stand in their own balance and find that connection within themselves, which I guess leads me to ask you, what does finding home within ourselves truly look and feel like? And how do we even start to go about, you know, connecting with that? Yeah, that's a really good question because that's, I think, the most important journey we can make for ourselves, like really connecting to ourselves and, and finding that home. Because once you, you find that, like how you, you feel, you know, the, the place that you feel like, okay, whatever happens, this is where I can go back to, but also where you can find your inner strength, uh, your inner voice, like however you want to call it, basically. I like to call it home because I feel like once I get there, that's when everything comes together. Like, for example, the things we're all looking for as, as human beings, like a sense of belonging, sense of safety sense of purpose all of those elements combined um, that's how I, I how I see that that home yeah and beautiful. to come back to your questions like how do you you know how do you find that I would say it's a personal journey for everyone and it's also about defining what that home really means to you personally um, because this is of course like sort of my definition of it but some people find sure. it more in living in their own purpose like really uh, living with meaning knowing why they wake up every day with this sense of purpose and what they're going to do. Other people find it more in, in, in what I just said, like having that sense of comfort that they know, you know what, whatever happens, I know I got my own back. Like I'm always here for myself, you know, showing up for yourself, but also having that deep self-love and, and self-awareness as well. That, um, you know, as you said, like things change, uh, maybe you get triggered by something or challenged. Um, how do you respond to that and how do you know that you can always count on yourself, basically? Yeah, sure. So do you think it would be fair to say then that finding home within ourselves is finding a way to just really connect with it, with ourselves, find a way to understand ourselves on a deeper level? And, and if that's the case, then I guess um, it's also fair to say that it's a never-ending journey, right? It's one of those things that maybe you start on 
And I love that you also suggested that people define what home feels and looks like to them. It's the same thing with balance. What I can describe as, as feeling balance for me may look completely different to you. Right. So whenever we're talking about these concepts, it's really important to individualize it. Say, okay, well, if I feel at home, what does that feel like to me? Is it a sense of connectedness? Is it a sense of um, comfort? Is it a sense of safety and security? And like kind of trying to describe it in a way. Um, but I think this idea of finding home is really analogous to like just being on a self-growth journey, understanding things about yourself on a deeper level that really strengthens that connection with yourself. Uh, when you work with your clients, for example, what are some of the things you maybe prompt them with to get them starting to think about, okay, well, what does home really look and feel like to me? Like just so the listeners can, I guess, have some actionable things to maybe start thinking about to prompt them to, you know, I guess, paint a picture of what that looks and feels like to them. Yeah, I always like to make it practical because I, I understand that sometimes it can find, sound a bit like, you know, fake. So to say like, okay, what, what does it really mean you know yeah uh, like how do we do it journey <laughs> yeah exactly so um for example things i work um, with with my clients is people who for example are thinking about moving somewhere new or who are tra transitioning into a new country or are traveling long term and don't have this this home base basically and when you go somewhere new and everything around you changes you really start questioning yourself like when there's for example a different culture or a language you don't understand, uh, the food is different, like your surroundings. I mean, you you know that uh, yourself, right? Living in different countries, like you really have to reinvent yourself and, and think about, okay, who am I in this new place and who do I want to be? And those questions come up often in, in coaching sessions that I have with clients. And when you dive a bit deeper into that, um, that's when you come to those questions like, okay, how can you really feel at home in these new surroundings? Um, for example, questions that people sometimes have is, or like a fear, even before they move, uh, especially when they go by themselves, it's like, okay, but what if I feel lonely? What if I, you know, don't meet any new friends? Um, how does that work? And one of the things we look at then, it's like, okay, but can you be comfortable in your own company? Because if you are okay being alone, you will not be lonely. You know what I mean? So that's one of those things that you can really focus on. Okay, how can I actually be confident with myself? And, and how can I apply that wherever I go? I can also use my own journey as an example. Uh, this is also why I came up with this whole search for myself. Like, what does home to feel to me? Um, yeah, I also live in yeah, I also lived in Australia, so we have we have that. Oh, in beautiful! What uh, what yeah. city? Uh, first in Sydney, and and then in Melbourne. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, I was born in Melbourne, yeah. but I grew up in Sydney, so same. I've been in oh, both. Yeah, so I've lived there uh, for three years in total, and um, that place really felt like home to me. It's also where I met my now husband, and uh, we we moved into a new apartment. Like we we re really created home in the sense of. The, the building, the external home. But then the pandemic happened and I, I lost my job and both of our visas were linked to my job. And within a few weeks, we had to leave and just leave that home that we built together behind. We couldn't even say goodbye to our friends. And we moved to the Netherlands, where I'm from, just 
because we had to go somewhere and, and find a place where we didn't need a visa just to reset sure. and, and see what we're going to do with our lives. But then when I arrived in the Netherlands, I was like, this doesn't feel like home at all, even though it's, you know, my home country, so to say. And that made me think like, okay, but this is the place where I, where I was born, where I grew up, and it's not home. And I thought that Australia was like my new home, but that's also something I lost. So what is actually, what is home, you know? And that's how I found this way of thinking. But what if it's not something that I have to search outside of myself, because then I will be looking for it the rest of my life because I will be moving around and traveling and right it's always conditional yeah. on as long as you're in a place that's right then it's tick or as long as you're around people that it's right it's, it's never within your control really it's just subject to exactly. the external reality yeah exactly and, and especially of course with such a life-changing thing for everyone like the pandemic like you know those are things so beyond your control it really makes you question like okay how can I get control back over my own life and and that's how I got into this. And, and what we said before, it's really a personal growth journey and really understanding yourself, like, who am I without all those changes? And what do I really want in my life? Uh, what lights me up? But also, how can I best take care of myself? Um, you know, my well-being, self-care, the self-awareness, all of those aspects together. But if I don't depend on, you know, this feeling of home outside of myself, whether it's a person or a country or the place I live in, but what if I can find it within myself, then it doesn't matter anymore where I go. Of course, I still have like dreams and goals and places I want to visit. Of course, like we all do, we have our ambitions and everything. But when you find that that home within yourself, you can do that from a place of peace and, and confidence and you have like a, a mission, but you always have this, this place that you're like, you know, I got this, whatever happens. I can always turn to this place within myself that, that doesn't change, that's always there. And of course, yeah. we evolve as persons um, and, you know, we change all the time, but that place is always there. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I want to offer an example, uh, not not necessarily from my own personal experience, but just something that a lot of people might relate to. So, for example, everyone listening has a, a home, a physical home, right? It's, an apartment, a house, whatever it is, whether you're renting or whether it's your own place, it's your home. Sometimes when life throws chaos our way, it often feels like everything is crumbling all at once, right? So yeah. just by fact that you have that physical home, but everything else can feel like it's falling, I think it's just a good representation of how that those four walls kind of don't give you that sense of comfort or, or necessarily like protect you. Like obviously like having a physical place serves its purpose. But I think what I'm trying to say is things can still be very much out of your control. Um, and if you if you really are relying on those external factors to find that solace, to find that place, that physical place, like without metaphorically speaking, I think like what I said before, it's, it's always going to be conditional. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. So 
I can confidently say that everyone listening is on a journey to find home within themselves. Otherwise, they wouldn't be listening to this podcast. But I think what we're talking about today is just a really nice way to rethink about, I guess, the the idea of balance or the self-growth journey as a process of finding home within yourself. And, And I want to draw this out a little bit more, take it one step further. I know a lot of the time when we travel, and let's just say just for holidays, right, not necessarily people thinking they want to move overseas, that Mm -hmm. um, sharp change in routine can often create like a little bit of friction, a little bit of discomfort. And I don't know about you, but sometimes when I'm like on a roll with work and stuff and I take a break, it almost takes me like a week or a couple of days at least to just like settle into the the next place that that I am at. Do you think that's because maybe that feeling of home within isn't strong enough? Or do you think there are things we can do around the time of change to say we know a change is up and coming to make that connection even stronger to kind of help us deal with changes? Because I mean, I'd love to go on holidays and, and be able to just almost just sink into the relaxation straight away or come home and, you know, just just when our physical surroundings are changing, what things have you found kind of help you deal with that? Yeah, I love that question, because that's it's it's really true that when you change environments, even if it's just for what you said, like a short holiday, you get out of your normal routine. And that's usually when you, you feel a bit off balance. So one of the things I would say is to try to stick to some parts of your routine, at least if you if you have a routine, if, if not, it's good to see how you can structure that in, even if it's just how you start your day. And if you can take that with you wherever you go. So if it's something easy, like, for example, a meditation, that's how I, I like to start my day. Um, that you can do that anywhere. It doesn't matter where you are. So if you take that with you on your trip, it can help you to to reconnect with yourself again, even though everything around you, you change and you feel a bit off, for example, because of a jet lag or a trip, you know, whatever is going on. So it's good to for the listeners to think for themselves, like, okay, what are those things that I actually always do when I'm at home that I could take with me on that trip to reconnect quickly? Um, mm-hmm. I think there's always some sort of adjustment. Uh, I don't sure. necessarily feel like, okay, um, your home within is not strong enough. That's why you feel like that. But it, it's something you can build on. And I think also the more you practice with that, the easier it will get. For example, meditation could be a good example. But, you know, there are other things you can do. Uh, it's just really figuring out what works for you. Like some people yeah. can connect better with themselves when they are in nature, for example. And if you can can combine that with your, your trip, if you go to a place <laughs> where you're actually surrounded by nature, you can implement that right away and you're like okay feeling a bit off balance right now let me go outside for a walk and see how i feel and really tune into to yourself and observe like include all your senses Mm, you know really focus on okay what do you see around you how do you feel like what do you hear like really tuning into yourself and reconnecting again and those are like simple things you can do even something that's that's even simpler that we, we usually don't even think about is just sitting down for a moment and <laughs> just, just looking stopping. around yeah yeah exactly just not doing anything at all um just to really ground yourself into the, the place that you just arrived at like okay i'm here now what's going on how do i feel just a, a quick check-in you don't need anything mm-hmm. for that it, it can be you know, as quick as a minute, but it's mm-hmm. it's really just taking a moment to tune in, um, reconnect. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I think that's beautiful and and everything we whenever we talk on the podcast about having these techniques or tools to kind of help ground yourself, I always say try a, a variety of them. Like uh, like you, for me, meditation is something that works, but sometimes it's just a gentle walk outside. Sometimes it's just having a warm shower that will, you know, take me out of my head and rebalance me. And so I think it's good to have a range of things that, you know, work for you because then you take the pressure off, you know, one technique working. So mm-hmm. if, if you think it's only meditation, for example, maybe one day your head is just, you know, so all over the place and, and you can't meditate or you feel like it just doesn't give you that sense of balance back. Sometimes you might need other things. So it's good to have like an array of things that you can take and try. But what I really like from what you said that I think everyone listening can take with them in moments of change. Um, and, and I've recently had this experience too. I've you know, started a new role and that's obviously created a bit of change in my routine. So because I know that that's going to bring a lot of unknown and uncertainty and I'm going to need to adjust in that period, I've thought, okay, well, with everything else around in all the other areas of my life, how can I keep them consistent? What are the things I do in those other areas that are really routine that can give me that sense of groundedness? So I'm not going and changing everything in one go. So, you know, I'll make sure that I'm not changing my exercise program that week that I'm, I'm kind of cooking something that I know how to make so I don't have to use that additional brain power. But kind of just padding around when you know, of course sometimes we don't know when change is coming, but if you are preparing for a change and you know it's coming, I think looking to where you can instill like a little bit of normality or uh, routine I think is very useful to not get rid of the discomfort that comes with change but just make the transition maybe a little bit smoother as you said there's always going to be that natural adjustment period so it's also a point of not being too hard on ourselves um, but, I, but I think that's definitely like a good way to just stay connected to that feeling of home to self. Um, one thing I want yeah. to just pick your brain on before I let you go is this idea of success. Now I know you talk about redefining success as anchoring it in the present moment as opposed to the future and this is something I love talking about because I think it's so common for us to think, oh, I'll be successful when I get X, Y, Z, or I'll be successful when, you know, I hit this milestone. Um, and, and, you know, we, we try and try to be more present in the process and not worry too much about the destination, but sometimes it's really hard. Um, so I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. I mean, we're still pretty early on in the year. So people that have goals, how can they start to already feel successful before they've you know kind of hit the destination of their goal or before they achieve the things that they think they need to make them be successful how do we anchor that in the present yeah that I love that question because it's it's a trap that we all fall into now and then like you know we all have our goals and especially now in the beginning of the year like uh, many people like to look ahead and it's like okay what do I want to achieve the rest of the year and the tricky part of that that is that you focus so much on the future that you forget to actually realize where you're at right now and and everything you have already achieved but also just being okay with the moment that you have right now so of course it's, it's great to look at the future and that's also what keeps you growing and moving forward but when you do that it's it's it helps to do it from a place of of the present. So that's how I would say I redefine success, like not putting success into something outside of yourself, like as a condition for the future, but actually already feeling that success right now, like thinking, well, what are the things that I have right now, but also who am I right now, really bringing it back to this moment. 
and what you can do that could help like practically when you create a plan for let's say the next three months like mm-hmm. okay in three months uh, this is something i would like to achieve kind of reverse engineer it and create a plan that goes back from that goal that you want to achieve in three months but then calculate it back to then each month i'm going to do this like you divide it into steps okay these weeks this is the step i take per week and you you come back to actually today and ask yourself okay if this is my plan what can i do today to take the first small step towards that goal so in that way you have something for the future but you bring it back to the present moment and then you can really tune into yourself like how do i feel about it how do i see this happening but bringing it back to the present moment and really going back to this finding home within yourself you can bring that all together like how can i work on this goal right now from a place of you know comfort and inner power like how can i use this strength that i have within myself to make that happen that i want to happen in the future but how can i do it from a place of now because eventually the now is all we have like we don't know what's mm. going to happen in the future what we said before like there's always unexpected changes in things that go off track so if you find a way to always step back into what am i doing right now you can you know take that control back at least for this moment and really feel like in tune with yourself with every step you take along the way so yeah. um that that might help to make it you know chunk it into small steps mm-hmm. and instead mm-hmm. of getting overwhelmed by a whole big project that you might set up for yourself or a very big goal but thinking okay something that i can do today you know what is like a very small thing yeah yeah absolutely um and it's something a lot of people listening will be familiar with but maybe not to the extent of then using that as a reflection of okay well i've achieved this today so uh, often i mean we we break, we have our big goals and we break them down into macro micro goals so we have those actionables on a daily or a weekly or a monthly and so in fact we are achieving things and we are succeeding in in things along the way right a staircase is just one step on top of the other you can't just build the whole thing straight away it's a building block and so every day you're connecting more and more with that idea of success you're becoming you're stepping into it every day but i think the bit we all miss sometimes is taking a step back to actually acknowledge what we've done and it's such a simple thing like when you go to bed at night you can just replay your day and go what am i proud of today you know and that can give yeah. you that boost that inner confidence that sense of achievement that for a lot of us that that feeling of fulfillment is often tied i think as well to that feeling of home within when we're like proud of ourselves and we have positive thoughts and this is just something so simple that you know you could obviously journal on it you could meditate on it but even just do a replay every night before you go to bed or when you tick things off your to-do list like have a sense of how does that make me feel exactly what you said and that yeah. just helps you be uh super present and i think for everything that we've spoken about and that you've shared today i think feeling home is just feeling present within yourself and so however you find a way to do that and connect with that is obviously going to be very individualized um and i guess what that exactly looks like to you is going to be very different but finding a way to just be present in the now with you and being happy with that and at that place i think really simply is feeling at home within and so i think for everyone listening what you've shared is very very relevant to the whole idea of balance it almost sits at the foundation level right because if we have this yeah sense of home within then we can kind of deal with the things that come it obviously doesn't make them any less challenging and we're going to feel the array of emotions that life throws at us either way but we all like you said I love what you said we always have that place that we know we can come back to 
Before I let you go, is there anything you want to share about finding home within that maybe we haven't spoken about or any tips or just anything anyone listening should know? Yeah, maybe a nice um, takeaway if someone feels like I, I want another like practical step to to start focusing more on, on this is to make sort of a like to-be list instead of a to-do list for yourself and write things down that help you go to that place. Like just think about things that connect you with yourself and also like seeing it as like something you can experiment with, like, writing things down like, okay, actually when I do these type of things, I feel the most connected with myself, whether it's going outside for a walk, like spending time in nature or dancing on your favorite song, you know, whatever it is, like to really support that journey, creating some sort of list in your journal or wherever, wherever um, to really think about how do I want to feel and how do I create that home to really make it practical and experiment with that. And, and whatever you feel of or like disconnected, you can look at that list and um, let me actually try that out for now and, and see how it changes my mood. Um, because sometimes when we feel off, it's hard to tap into that and think like, mm -hmm. okay, how do I get out of this? When you're already feeling overwhelmed or, you know, when things change, it's, yes. it can sometimes be hard to think about, oh, okay, now let me do this, you know? So if you already have thought about that when you're feeling empowered or inspired and you, you have created that list for yourself, it can be a very simple, easy tool to think about, okay, I'm not having the best day. Let me see what I can actually do to reconnect with myself and tune into to that that home within myself i love that yeah. it's like having a a proactive list of things to be or ways you want to feel to reconnect with your home and i 100 agree it's so hard when you're feeling angry or stressed or frustrated to just step into that energy it's quite hard but if you've proactively got a list it's almost like you take the hard work out of it because often when we're in those states we don't want to do anything to difficult we want to move away from pain and just go directly to pleasure but if we have a list of things that are going to be conducive and that we've thought about kind of prior I think that's that's a really good takeaway for everyone listening to just you know write a little to be list on your phone on your in your journal wherever wherever's easy for you to access and, and always add to it and add things that you would like to try as well like you never know you know rock climbing or I don't know, playing your brother's guitar or whatever it is, trying a new language, like just little things that you feel might give you that inspiration to connect with yourself or ground you, I think um, is a great takeaway. I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I've, I've learned a lot. I've really enjoyed this conversation and I think it's such an integral topic when it, when it comes to life balance. So I really love the work you're doing and your message. Um, and if the balancers want to connect with you a little further, where's the best place they can go? And I'll put links in the show notes. Yes, yeah, sure. So the best place would be um, Instagram. My Instagram handle is unpackbyveer. That's unpackby and then veer is V-E-R. My website is also uh, the same, unpackbyveer.com. So um, they can connect Perfect. with me there. And uh, yeah, I sh share many more things about those topics. So I'm always happy to connect with everyone who is on their, their journey as well. So um, yeah, thank you so Perfect. much. Pop links to all of that below. Um, thank you again for your time. And I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you.